Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine, joined around the table by my fellow podcast members. I've got Holly here. Hello. Got Rob. Greetings. Scott. Salutations. And Matt. Hi. How are we all doing today? Fantastic. It's great. really nice It's outside. a beautiful day. It's so nice. Um, well, we're here to bring you uh, the latest in Disney news, and we're going to do a little trip review, which we've had a very nice summer, because we've basically had a trip review almost <laughs> every episode, which is insane and very lucky. I, like, we're, I like, was thinking that's that pretty too. cool. Yeah. Um, so even though we're not Orlando natives or Anaheim natives, we've gone quite a bit this summer. So... Um, we're going to start with topping it off, where we pick a Disney drink. Uh, so, Holly, you're topping it off this week. What we got? I'm taking us to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, on Coronado Springs, I'm going to go to the Three Bridges Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. And I got the Rosado uh, Sangria, or Rosé Sangria. Ooh. It was delicious. Mm. Um, it comes with, like, a rosé wine... Like a strawberry gin, apricot brandy, raspberry, and apple. Ooh, that's interesting. Gin in the sangria. What color? Was it like a pinker color or was it more like red? Like was it lighter than... So like a sh- In between like a red and a pink. Okay. Like, so it was like a little lighter than a traditional red sangria. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're, you're referencing your very, very high yeah. yeah. Starbucks yeah. refresher mm-hmm. for, no, for the listeners. No, strawberry Oh, strawberry yeah. acai. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> um, it's $12 a glass, and it's 38 for, for a pitcher. Did you get the pitcher of the glass? I got the glass. Okay. Oh, oh, good I on you. I got the glass. <laughs> Restraint. <laughs> Tell me what that's like. Uh, I almost got a pitcher, but um, no, it's really refreshing, really delicious, probably one of the better sangrias I've Wine Bar okay. George still holds the number one. We should do a sangria yeah. ranking. Holly and I Ooh. should do a sangria I, I'm into sangria. Oh, yeah, you too. are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you like the kimonos one. And I you like, like the sangria, more... too. It just, uh, I feel like it tears up my mouth every time. Oh, hey, man, brother. <laughs> like, it just, like, like it, like, it's gives pretty. me, like, instant, like, ulcers on my tongue. I feel that. I love sangria. The bar itself was, like, really chill. Yeah, we sat in, near the water. Um, you can see like the fireworks a little bit from the Star Wars. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, galactic mm-hmm. spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, had a nice view of the Grand Destino. So. Yeah, that is. Were you out there out at night? <sighs> I'm trying to think. It was dark, <laughs> but it was because it was raining. It was not uh-huh. night. Yeah, no, we didn't hang out. There it's a night. cool view. Yeah, I mean. In that, in that, those bridges are lit up, like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, obviously, so you can walk, but, um, <laughs> it, it's just a cool vibe out there. And it was, it was not completely dead, but like, we could get into this more with the review of Coronado overall, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I definitely <laughs> recommend the string, so. Awesome. We just had a, a just straight gathering of birds right outside the window that we were recording. I took care of it. I murdered them all. He just shooed them away. We didn't kill any birds. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I feel like we're going to talk a lot about Coronado in this episode, so if you do like Coronado, please keep listening because we have a lot to say. We've done a lot of exploring on this last trip. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Rob, you want to talk about All right. So, it's been a little slow, and I think that has a lot to do with D23 Expo mm-hmm. coming up in they're a couple holding, weeks. They're holding. Yeah. I, so um, WDW News today released some concept art and some details about the the um, Ant Man microbrewery, which coming. we just realized is a play on words, kind of, and a very good one. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it says in the article as I was reading through this, as um, where did it go? Gotcha, darn it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> So I'll bring up the one point that there's no word on like who's going to operate this. So is this going to be like Disney? Yeah, and calling. I'm it assuming a they're going to. I'm assuming they're going to give it to somebody like a brewery, yeah. like, like Golden Ro- Golden yeah. Road yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, yeah Ballast do. Right. I, Oh, you think like an existing yeah, Southern California brewery? Mic- but to call it a microbrewery is that only. A name is it only a play it, on words? It might be in name only because it's a play on words because micro and, and small, and it might just sell sell various beers. Well, it says according to top sources, an overhead conveyor will carry pretzels that will shrink and enlarge, 
very reminiscent of ride vehicles in the Mighty Microscope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aboard the classic adventure through inner space yes. attraction at Disneyland. Yeah, hmm. that was that thing. I always think about that, that in one of our, uh, in Disneyland's uh, Secret Stories and Magic. It's one of the documentary uh, DVDs we have. There's this uh, clip where this, like, they tell a story of some mom that was waiting at the exit of that ride. And she was like, I'm waiting for my son. He was supposed to wave at me at the shrinking segment. And, like, literally, it's just, like, it shows, like, little tiny figures in a ride vehicle, like, outside of a microscope to look like, (laughs) oh, wow, they're being shrunk. And, like, yeah, they're just... That's like the astronauts on Space Mountain waving to you. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. And she's like, I haven't (laughs) seen them yet. they're not real. Well. Um, I'm legally obligated to inform you. This place is going to be fairly big. This isn't like a baseline tap house. Yeah, I just, this I is, just Googled the um, I, I Googled it, and the, the blueprint that shows up is pretty expansive. Mm-hmm. Not I, it reminds me of, um, like, the size of it reminds me of almost like Pizza Planet. But okay. it's, not, it's not multiple stories, is Pizza it? Pizza Rizzo? I'm sorry. Yeah, pizza. I knew what he meant. I didn't even stop. I knew exactly what he meant. Do you think they're planning to... for you speak, Matt. Do you think they're planning to brew it on site? I'm sorry? Do you think they're planning to brew it on site? Yeah, that, which which makes it... That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think Disney has any experience of brewing their own beer. I, I mean... Right. They can certainly hire people, you know. But yeah, well, that's that's if it is an actual microbrewery, it and it's that, not right, just. Rob, that they're... they are calling it a microbrewery, hmm. and I, I think it, it mentions in here that they'll have the the vats and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm very much well. Obviously, into this. <laughs> uh, I think we all. I think the five of us at this table are of a certain breed that are all and, into and it. And where? And that would be in the old Bugs Land yes. area. Yes. It's so funny because when you walk through that, when it was a Bugs Land, I just always, I always thought like, this is so small. Like yeah, this is too. tiny. And now they're like putting this in, which is going to be pretty large, and they're putting in that Spider-Man ride, which is going to be reasonably large and I'm just thinking like where are they going to put all this well don't they have the theater there the bugs they're going to utilize that space which you don't realize it's like is that underground or oh it's just off to the side it's like behind Carthay Circle yeah Yeah, they're okay I guess that makes sense (laughs) yeah but still it's it's I guess it's what I'm saying is it's a a deceivingly larger space than you think it it is yeah Especially now when you have to, you can't go through Bugs Land oh. to get to like Cars yeah, Land. Yeah, it's quite you have a to go trek all to the go way all the way around. Yeah. Way around. Yeah. It's a lot more it. evident just how much ground you have to cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that used to be a nice little cut through. Yeah, because mm. I like the uh, that little bar back there by um, uh, the Mike and Sully ride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, could like that, cut through. Uh, yeah, that little. I don't know. Green, that little oh, cart. oh, they have everything. They have the spicy mango cart there. Yeah, but yeah, I forget the name of it. It's, it's like a, backstage. It's a little beer cart. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so speak. We'll continue speaking of alcohol. Ooh, look at that so, segue, Rob. Guy does it. Guy So Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios, they came out and said um, some of the stands are going to have alcohol, unlike. Disneyland, where you can only get alcohol at Oga's Canteen, um, no. the blue and green milk stand will have alcohol-based drinks. Mm-hmm. So same cool. drinks. The blue is going to get rum, Bacardi okay. rum, and the green is going to get Blanco tequila. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> dang it. The green tastes like a nightmare, though. You like... Oh, right. I Not, love the blue, yeah, right, but right. I don't, but don't like, like rum. rum. Can, maybe you can get it with a different uh, alcohol. Yeah, ask. Ooh. Say, hey, I'm allergic to rum. Can you put it in the green one? They have to do it. They have to. Really? They're obligated. So these are going to be uh, $14 as compared to the non-alcoholic, which are seven ninety nine. So you're basically paying $6 for a shot. <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be a shot. Like, don't they? Like, they'll put it in yeah, the bottom. Like and the then flo- they- yeah. yeah. So it's bring like your water flow. bottle full of, full of alcohol. Tequila. Into but the- I can't imagine them if it's not pre-made, I can't imagine them you saying I want rum with the yeah. or tequila with the blue. Unless it's in like a, one of those. Unless it right. is pre-made. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I'm willing to try. Like I said, I wouldn't get it again mm-hmm. for eight dollars. 
like it was a one and done. I know. But now if it's it's got booze, I'll I'll try it. I really do like it. wasn't bad for what like if it was. I said if it was four or five dollars, okay, it, you know, not every trip. But if it was like super hot out, I'd get it. But um, with alcohol, no, I'll try it. I like a tropical smoothie based drink. It's like. When it comes to fruity drinks, I don't like citrusy stuff. As I said earlier, how it just like tears up my mouth. <laughs> but um, like I like ones with like strawberry and kiwi and stuff like that. And the the blue milk is great for that. Cool. Nice. I think so. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool. So also also with keeping with the alcohol, <laughs> um, Ronto's Roasters is going to have two drinks. So they're going to have a mixed drink. Um, somebody in the Star Wars knowledge is going to have to tell me how to pronounce that. I.e. Scott. Scott. Corsant. Oh. Corsant. I wanted to say it press properly. Corsant Cooler, which is going to be markers, Maker's Mark Bourbon, uh, Maraschino Liqueur, Sweet Vermouth, Cranberry, and Lime Juice. You ain't seen Attack of the Clones, bro? <laughs> no. Oh, I have. I just don't remember. I, I'm not an expert. So that's $15. And then they're going to have a Tandosin? Tandosin? Doshin? Scott. Wait, let me see. Trandoshin. Trandoshin Ale from Concrete Beach Brewery, which is a spiced wheat ale for $13. Yes, I'm into that. See, here's where I think they're missing. You had, and I think you said you had a a good non-alcoholic... Was it like the Tatooine sunrise yeah, they have, or sunset they have, or something? At uh, the Disneyland location, I think they have three non-alcoholic specialty drinks. One of them is basically an Arnold Palmer. Uh, I think that's the Tatooine sunset, if I'm not mistaken. And there's two other ones. Bless you. God bless you. That was the most adorable sneeze I've ever seen. <laughs> I didn't want to like make too much noise. <laughs> but what I'm where I'm going with that is to say, all they had to do is take that drink already and add vodka or rum to it. <laughs> right. I, I said that when she had it, I was like, this is a perfect drink. You just need booze in it, and it would yeah. be perfect. So, right. like, Yeah, I've got them up. It's The Tatooine Sunset is the one I said is basically like an Arnold Palmer. It's it's unsweetened tea, oddball, lemonade with melon and blueberry. Then there's the Sour Sarlacc, which is uh, limeade with raspberry and spicy mango. And they have the Scott... That Ooh. one I don't recognize. I think it's Milo Run juice. It's uh, Aguas Frescas pineapple, uh, simply lemonade with blueberry, white cranberry juice, lemon juice, and desert pear. So like they're all. Um, I had the Tatooine Sunset, and I think I had a sip of someone's sour sarlacc, and they're all really good. I agree. I think an easy thing is just like, do you want that with alcohol? Yeah. 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 Man, every time. Yes. <laughs> Please. Um, and then in addition, Docking Bay 7, Food and Cargo, they're going to have one one alcohol, a mixed drink, and a beer. So the beer is the Gold Squadron Lager from Blue Point Brewing Company. It's a golden lager with lavender and plum flavors. Ooh, they have wow. this already at... I had this at Oga's Canteen. Mm. So why do this at one... Oh, wait, so at, they have it... There's one of the four beers there? Then I've had this, too. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good! Oh, the lavender lager. Yes, I remember that. It was... <laughs> Usually I stay away from, yeah, I, like that. I think lagers are, they all taste the same, mm-hmm. like, they're fine, simple. I don't mind them, yeah, but they're, they're usually they're, just... They are what they are. This one, of the four, because I had all four beers, <laughs> Yeah. this was, I thought, the best. Yeah, Surprisingly. I, really, I think so too. What did yeah. you like? Oh, White Wampa. Uh, I love oh, yeah, it. you did talk about that's, that. That's the one that I can't wait for Scott to try, because yeah. that's, like, so <laughs> up his alley. And I think I, I like, like the I Gold that. Squadron, I agree with you, Rob. I, sorry, what I was... What I was about to say is, why do this in one coast and not the other? Because you're not allowed to in Disneyland. Well, the, I think they have to control the walking out portion yes. where in Disneyland you have three exits. Whereas if you contain it to the cantina, you are not allowed to walk out of that cantina with a drink in your hand. Yeah, right. I don't think they want you walking through yeah. Frontierland with a, oh, a drink, no. a beer. No. Right, I mean, because you would have people going, I would just go back there, get a beer, and then walk the rest of the park. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, same. So, yeah. where you already have it at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, right. that there wouldn't be any sort of break in theme or... Well, I guess, uh, point one Disney World. That's right. That's true. And then, uh, the last one is the Takadana. Capadonna? <laughs> Takadana. Takadana Quencher. Bacardi Dragonberry Rum 
blue carousel, simple orange with pineapple and kiwi. <laughs> this is that's like Catherine's oh, like. Oh, he <laughs> wants a lot Just another, just another blue carousel drink. To... A bruised mouth is worth it. <laughs> and this is fifteen dollars. I have to say though, this is soup. This actually makes me excited. I there has not been a moment yet that I've been like. After seeing it in Disneyland, I feel like I really immersed myself there. I feel like I did everything I needed to do. I have right. not been like, I have to go to see it in Disney World. There's not been a single moment where I'm like, I have to do it. Like, we're all going in I October. Know. And I feel like such a schmuck because I was talking to a coworker who's going to be there in October. Um, he His trip overlaps with ours. And he's like, oh, are you, I, I just made all my... Uh, I just made all of my reservations. Like my son, I, I'm getting like a, a we're gonna do the lightsaber, and I got uh, Olga's Cantina reservation. So you must be super psyched about Star Wars. And I was like, eh, I just saw it in Disneyland, so like not really. And I just felt like such a a dick because I was like, I just saw it. So, but like I'm really like that was my honest answer. Like I'm not as excited because I just I already experienced it. But that's a good point from Catherine that like this, I'm on the same level. Yeah, this like I could see us going to baseline, hanging out there, having a drink, and all of us just saying, "Well, let's walk in and go get each a blue look, go get a drink somewhere. We don't have to wait in line for the cantina." We right. can hang out, just, like, kind of chill. Like, there's a lot of places to, like, sit and, like, kind of just, like, meander around. Yeah, and we don't have to, oh, all 18 of us who are going on this trip in October, everybody's standing in line for the cantina. It's not happening. We're not getting everybody <laughs> right. in that cantina. So this would be a nice way that everybody can have a drink and we can all still, like, be together and, and like, enjoy Star yeah. Wars Land. This is, like... That is, like, the highlight yeah, so and that's, far for the Walt Disney version. Yeah, that's perfect, too, because, you know, just having, like, a drink to enjoy. Because a lot of us, for those who listened to the last podcast, our, our favorite part about Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland was just walking around and experience all the world building and the theming and stuff. And so, yeah, even better being able to walk around with a with ice-cold beverage. Ice. I think, you know, and I don't know what the difference in the development cost would have been, but it seems like a missed opportunity to make it a mirror image coast-to-coast. Like, I don't know, but maybe that would have cost like a million dollars more to develop a different... At least, my God, I'm just thinking the, oh. R and, the R&D co- cost to make... Uh... But if you had the same rides, like say you had the two same rides and you just did a different theme. No, I know, but just think about... Just think about, um, like, the storyboarding and, like, all of the, like, blueprints and stuff. Like, it's so much easier and more cost-effective. A million dollars is, I mean, I think that's way on the low end if you were making two different things. Rob? I I completely agree. I think it, it, yeah. I don't think it's a missed opportunity. I have no problem with it being the same. Especially given how much more it would cost, I, I think they'd be freaking crazy. I think the only reason they were able to do two was because they copied it. Hmm. Yeah, right. You know, I agree. All right. Well, we'll jump over to television, All right. streaming services. So we're getting some more details about Disney Plus. Uh, we already know it's six ninety nine per month or sixty nine ninety nine annual, which was is five eighty three a month. Then they announced, Bob Iger in the quarterly uh, earnings call announced that they're going to bundle Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu, quote, with, or parenthesis, with limited ads for $12.99 a month. So this is going to launch uh, November 12th with the service. I haven't, I, I haven't even heard of ESPN+. Plus. What does that get you? So ESPN+, Plus, it's not... A subscription to ESPN, so you get like a bunch of baseball games randomly. The, the, the big thing, <laughs> the big thing that it's um, is tailored for is like MMA fights and boxing. They've been putting a lot of that on there. Um, yeah. Um, See, I get, I, I get MLB. Uh, the only thing that I really care about, we we have like bare bones, bare bones cable, and um, I get MLB TV. But when the Mets play the Nationals or the Phillies, um, it's blacked out. Right. And so a lot of time those g- times those games might end up on ESPN. Okay. I mean, not a lot, of, but a decent amount of times they might end up on ESPN, so it would be nice to have that like for like an extra dollar, but if it's what you're saying... Yeah, and like I already get Hulu through my Spotify subscription. Right. So like I, I don't need this. Like I'll just... Well, I get it through Sprint. Yeah, well that's... 
Yeah, we. Well, you got it. You got a double. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. Like I, I was thinking about that. How how they're really like uh, all the streaming services are really like partnering together to try and like you know get deals there. Then and I also have to keep track of <laughs> what I pay for and what I <laughs> what login I'm using from one of my friends or family members. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I totally pay. Nope. So is it? Don't worry, I keep track of that. So thanks, bud. Is this going to be available at launch, like on PS4 and like like Chromecast and Disney Plus? Yeah, I'm assuming so. It's going to be an update that you have to add or okay. Yeah, I I don't think I saw. I didn't seek out the information, but I'm just thinking like I haven't seen. Yeah, I mean they didn't. Anything Disney has not. Um, I feel like they would have been pretty upfront with any kind of exclusivity or timed exclusivity. Like it's coming to you know these uh, these devices first, and then in a month it's getting these. I I don't think that that that's a thing because they have done that in the past. Like, right. but I'm fairly certain that you should be able to do this on your you know major gaming devices and streaming boxes on day one. All right. Cool. Um, and then lastly, so the, the elephant in the room, Bob Iger finally admitted to, um, oh, that's a good, that's a good, uh, preview of our, uh, trip review, the elephant in the room. Uh. Sorry, terrible, terrible. Um, so Bob Iger uh, acknowledged that attendance is down in the parks. Um, so domestically, all the parks, Disneyland and Walt Disney World, park attendance was down 3%. Um, Maybe the increased ticket prices aren't such a good idea. No, they. He's saying <laughs> the pricing had no issue. Oh yeah, he would How say you that. Know they, that but he said it had to do with the annual pa- blockout, annual pass holder blockouts at Disneyland. Blackouts. Well, then what does that mean at Disney World then? Then why was Disney World down? I don't know. <laughs> well, well, he also says that th- they believe people postpone their vaca- their summer vacations. Due to Galaxy's Edge not opening yet. And then he even mentioned Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway <laughs> He's Railway. good. He doesn't miss an opportunity <laughs> to hawk a new, a new ride. Yeah, he's like, people are just, yeah. They're putting off their vacations because they want to ride Mickey's Runaway Railway. But, but he's saying that. I mean, I'm sure there's like a family out there who did that, but. <laughs> one? One. One family. <laughs> to really drop the ticket. <laughs> um. Yeah, but that doesn't acknowledge what's going on in the fall either. Because D- Disney World is slow for the fall. They wouldn't have released free dining up through almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. If they, it's a week if they before wasn't. Christmas. Let me ask you a question. As a person who is a Disney travel agent, mm-hmm. have you counseled people one way or the other about making a plan for the fall? Um, no, most people don't care. Okay. And they actually wanted to avoid it. That See, that's what I was thinking. I figured there would be a lot of people who would say... I don't want to go when this is just open. I had I had somebody that wanted to go in September, and I said, "You're gonna have just I think overall the crowds will be fairly big." I was like, "You're not even gonna probably want to go to Hollywood Studios," and then she I think just put the trip off. See, I think that's a pretty prevalent opinion among a lot of people, and if yeah. if you're thinking that, and you, you know people who are buying from you are thinking that, it's being thought a lot of places. Yeah. That'd be my guess, but. Just a, just a thought. Yeah. So, that's I, it for news. There's I mean, one other sorry, piece of news I think we should uh, we should address, just because it was kind of big in the national spectrum. Right. Um, that was the woman who wrote the angry <laughs> oh, diatribe oh, against millennials in <laughs> Disney. Childless millennials. <laughs> Childless millennials in Disney. And the only reason I think we should say something is because, you know, leading into both of you guys talking about trips to Disneyland in the past month, I was asked about this several times because yeah, people know that I go people, to Disney. You know, and I think everybody responds to it a little bit differently, but I was like, you know, if you look at Disney recently, and I'd like to hear what you guys would say to this, Disney is of the opinion that millennials are a huge part of their income base with the bars and the increase in alcohol in the parks and the rides that they're opening and things like that, the expansion of Disney Springs. I would say that Disney on a whole is not in agreement with that perspective. <laughs> I would also agree. <laughs> that is that is the fastest growing demographic. So I did a, a training at Disneyland at the beginning of the year, and they go through like their whole marketing campaign of who they're targeting and whatnot. 
and that they have a word for it, and I forget what, <laughs> what the term is that they use for these for us basically. Um, but for especially Disneyland, like all the locals, like they do a huge marketing campaign to get couples that have no kids into the parks. And yeah, I mean the the restaurants and bars that they're opening, there's, there's no um, no doubt about it. I think that they know because it's the group that has disposable income too. Yeah, that's what so. I had to laugh about. I thought, boy, you know, you take any one of us that makes a trip there three to four to five times a year and you stack that up against a family of four that goes once in a generation and it's pretty easy to tell which one's making more money for disney so be careful what you wish for lady because calling attention to that is not going to help her did you out. find her on twitter no no i i, I found her on twitter did you really? and i was looking at her profile <laughs> and you know what honestly like I, it's kind of a some of the stuff she she writes. <laughs> I mean, the, the uh, person okay, herself is yeah. a wackadoodle. The issue is yeah. just kind of interesting as a point of discussion. I have, oh, she's she's not alone in the, in that thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, she's there's plenty of people that that think that. I believe, but anyway, yeah, I just yeah, want. To... I'm sure. No, but like, I just think about us, and I feel like we are like the least in the way people. Oh, certainly. Of anyone, like. We go into, like, the Magic Kingdom and we're like, boom, boom, boom. Do our three fast passes and we're out of there. We're not, like, rude. We're not standing in the middle of Main mm-hmm. Street, like, gawking at the castle. <laughs> we're not, like, in people's ways. We're not knocking over little kids to take pictures with characters. Like, we don't... We're, like, there to eat and drink and, like, do the rides we have fast passes for. Like, that's... That's... I'd say we're very... Low impact Low visitors. impact and, like... And maybe except for Epcot. I'd say at Epcot, maybe we're a little higher impact. But, like, I'm thinking of the other three parks besides Epcot. And really, we're not, like, lingering. Like, we kind of know what we want to do. We go right there. Whatever. So this this started, like, this whole, uh, you know, one two-sided argument. I'm looking at a New York Post article that was basically a reaction to that uh, resurfaced diatribe from the woman. Yeah, and this was a while back. Yeah. This was not yeah. a recent diet. Right. It was but just it, it surfaced now. lately. Yeah. It was posted so the, in 2018. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a while ago. So, so the New York Post article, I just want to read this part because this is he goes, the usual complaint about those born between 1981 and 1996 remaining constant 12-year-olds is that the behavior amounts to self-infantilization and the lifelong immaturity that bleeds into basic decision making, i.e. getting jobs, paying bills, staying alive. This is the part that I take, uh, the next part is what I take particular umbrage with. But another oft-ignored problem with letting a kid's brand control your adult life is the stupidity and culture ignorance it leads to. You're skipping great films such as Booksmart and The Farewell to relive second grade, and your annual, or more, God help us, trips to Disney World costs as much, and more in some cases, than a trip to Europe, South America, or Canada, where you would meet people that are different from yourself. People for whom the only color of the wind is see-through. Fanny packless people. <laughs> so, they're basically saying that in, in, you know, deciding to spend your money on, you know, a Disney vacation as a you know, where you could be spending your money on broadening your cultural horizons and it also implies that because I like uh, Disney movies that Catherine and I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday. It's the new Quentin Tarantino movie. It was fantastic. Um, I have a very, very broad sense of interest. I like Disney. I also like, you know, hyper-violent, gritty you know, uh, dramas and things many, that are... Yeah, many of us here watch the all the Oscar-nominated movies annually. It's not yeah. like we're cutting things out in favor. I of. can do it all. Kath <laughs> and I have also, um, you know, gone on trips to Italy and London and Paris. Mind you, we did go to Disneyland Paris, whatever, but we also... <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think that the big... Uh, the argument here is that it's it's a very binary way of looking at things. You're either one or the other. You're either a child stuck in this perpetual state of, you know, Peter Pan syndrome, or, you know, you're a worldly, uh, you know, you can't be a worldly, culturally uh, sensitive person if you like Disney. Interesting point about that, too. I happened in the course of my daily job to be talking to a guy who was in his mid-60s, um, 
And he was talking about the differences between himself and his children. And he had grown up in northeastern PA um, and basically said, when I was a kid, our travel was to like maybe Virginia or maybe out to like Ohio or Pittsburgh. We didn't go on major trips like and he was talking about when they were adults without kids. Right. Whereas, you know, nowadays, if you don't take a couple big trips a year or a big trip a year... That's almost unusual for people who are quote-unquote millennials. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, the biggest trip when I was a kid, like, this is uh, also, like, the implication is is very, like, you're trying to call out millennials, and then you're like, you can go to Europe and, and you know, and you can take trips to South America. And it's like, you're assuming that, you know, people have the money to to spend on, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little... It's 9-11, man. It's a different world. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the uh, first time 9-11's been mentioned on this podcast. Wait, what? 9-11? <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever talked about 9-11 on this podcast. Wait, who said that? I, I said 9-11, it's a different world. Are you mm. here? I didn't hear that part. Good lord. I just heard it's a different world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, just anyway. thought we should mention Sorry, I forgot that you said it. It's okay. Okay, never forget. All right. But building on that, transitioning to what has happened recently, we have a number of millennials who've been to Disney World recently. Yeah, we were. And we were in line for the pretzel line the whole time. We didn't get out of the pretzel line. Suck it. And there were a bunch of kids crying behind me. And I said, I need this more than you. I have disposable income. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So who wants to to discuss first here? I'm going to flip a coin. (laughs) Oh, man. Go ahead, Walsh. Yeah, where, where, where did you go and what did you do? Tell us what you did on your summer vacation. We had a really great trip. We stayed at the... Uh, Catherine and I stayed at the, um, the Polynesian Villas, the DVC property, and um, it was fantastic. Uh, I was reminded how much I love the Polynesian, and... Um, I always say that, you know, the boardwalk is, uh, it, it sparked a conversation between Catherine and I, because we always say like, oh, the boardwalk is our favorite. It's our, it's our home DVC property. And I, I asked Catherine, I was like, how much do you think location influences our allegiance to the boardwalk? If we were just ranking them from a purely like, if within you, the bounds of the resort, within the bounds of the resort. And I, even taking out the stuff that the, the food and drink options on the boardwalk itself, not in the hotel. I think I like the Polynesian better. I think that the, I love the theming. They have great restaurants and food options. It's relaxing. The pool, uh, all the pool areas are awesome. I love the Polynesian. There's different modes of transportation. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're on the monorail loop and, uh, yeah, the boat. Uh, the so, TTC is right there. Yeah, you can walk to the TTC. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I really like the Polynesian. I just had such a great time, and we actually hung out by the pool a couple of days, and it was just fantastic. And they have uh, cabanas, um, private cabanas at the pool area, at least the DVC pool. They're totally reasonable. What were they? It was like, what was it? Uh, we five bucks an hour no it was 40 bucks for a whole day and 25 for a half day and if i had more than just matt and i there and we knew we were gonna hang out by the pool i would totally get one of those just covered nice like cushy chairs it was really it was yeah that was yeah super reasonable but yeah we uh that that was like the the big highlight Oh, oh and um the first night we were there, we we had a, a pretty lengthy uh, flight delay. We sat on the tarmac for a while, uh, waiting to leave because of uh, weather in Orlando. In fact, it, it rained a lot of the trip, which wasn't terrible because it ended up cooling things down a bit. But we got in late, and we were like, "Screw it, let's get something we've been been meaning to do. We want Ohana room service." So we ordered the Ohana, uh, what is it called, the Twilight uh, Feast. Feast, the Ohana Feast. Twilight Feast. And um, so, by them calling the, that, is it any different than like, nor- that's just like their room well, the service is, version? No, 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 no. You and can, you can order a la carte. You too. can order a la carte okay. items if you like from the, the Ohana wontons, menu. You can get them. Okay. But this is you get a little bit of everything. So what you get is you get the salad, you get um, bread, you get bread, you get wontons, noodles, vegetables, wings, chicken, shrimp, steak. Alexa's chiming in yeah. here. <laughs> now, 
Oh, 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 Siri. Um, yeah, you get everything you get in the regular feast, and then at the end you get bread pudding, but they do not give you the ice cream, but they give you the hot caramel sauce. Well, they, I mean, they have to bring it to your room, and they're... I expect them to run it over. <laughs> run it! There should just be an ice cream room in every bungalow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we got one order of that. It was, what, about $60? Yeah. And then they, they include gratuity, by the way, just FYI, and, and, and uh, a service of delivery charge. So, yeah, and we ate that up, and since we were <laughs> in the uh, DVC room, we had a, uh, we had a microwave and, and fridge, and, and we actually had a decent amount of leftovers. We didn't even touch the bread pudding that first night because we were so stuffed. And it should be noted, we got one order. We got one single so, order like, to share. Like, two is meant for two people, but one was more than enough for just that's for incredible two yeah i would i would recommend it I, I think it's it's totally worth it in fact i'm more uh apt to do that than to um actually go to ohana and do the whole me too uh, sit down ordeal because there wasn't okay i really like the wontons and the noodles those are like my favorite parts i maybe would have rather had more of them than like the shrimp but like if that's my only criticism of this thing that's a pretty good thing do yeah. you feel like I, I had big problems with like the meat and the the shrimp especially. Like, I didn't. You, I did not enjoy. That's the least. My least oh, favorite was part good. of that. It was, it was okay. Did you have issues with it the time we went? I did. The, the first time was, we it, went, you were saying better. it was better. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good to know. I mean, I'm willing to give it a do over. I think it's, in the time that we went there the second time, I really enjoyed it. Same. I, yeah, same I thought it was delicious. I feel I, like, yeah, I feel like each time I've went back, and I'm counting this room service as like a third time, it, it's been a better experience. And I don't know whether that means it just has a wide... Um, <laughs> oh my god. Our, I'll get it. We're crumbling. No, it's fine. Just let it go. Well, let it's it, going to fall and be loud. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. No, Matt, we're, just, we're just rolling through go. this. Um... So, yeah, so that was really good. Um, do you guys want to talk about where you stayed a little bit? Sure. So, Holly and I, um, we came in similar time, late Thursday. Um, so, we did a split stay. We did uh, Boardwalk DVC Villas Studio uh, using points. Love it there. It was It's great. Um, we did have a snafu. Our, um, our room wasn't working. The the key, the. Oh, okay. Our room wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, the the, key, the entry thing. Yeah. Because the whole time I got it, well, I didn't get a text until like we landed and it said stop by the front desk. I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. They don't have a room for us. So we stopped by and they're like, oh, they knew that it wasn't working. Freaking so, was it all of Scott? them? No, I, it was ours, I think. Oh. So he, he gave us, um, uh, it was just a key, like a traditional old. Okay. Oh, like really? a swipe card. Yeah, like a swipe a card. card. Ah. Yeah, and it's that worked on it. Um, and what ha- And then I tried to hook up my laptop to the Wi-Fi. It was a router issue in the room. Like the router was in the room, oh. so some like some guy had to come from facilities or whatever and like restart it, reboot it. It's a wireless access point, not a router. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> Duly noted. So, so then, and then, uh, so we stayed two nights there, and then we stayed two nights at the new Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs. And let me tell you, that was, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, so I booked, it was a King Room standard view. Uh, and this was like a week barely a week before if not less than a week um before we arrived i got a pass holder rate so this was saturday and sunday nights and it was 233 which is really i think reason i mean i paid more at like riverside or french quarter for a a standard room um and i mean to me this is a deluxe room like i i it's incredible you know, it's got the raised bed. Yeah. Um, I love the raised bed. The bathroom what? is immaculate. Uh, very similar to <clears throat> the Polynesian with, like, the um, the rainfall shower. Um, just everything's super nice. The, the new uh, entertainment system, or, like, the television, television. Is, is awesome. So, like, when you turn the TV on, it says, like, welcome, 
Wozniak family. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if I'm staying there? Yes, everybody gets Wozniak family. That's incredible. So you get Stacy in surround sound? No, there's no surround sound. The, t- the TV's huge. It's like the quality, like 55, probably plus. So probably a 55 inch TV. Um, it, there's an option. There's a lot of on demand things now. So there's. Did, how many. Did, it, it wasn't plentiful. I mean, you're not talking like their whole library, but if you if you have kids there, it's they have a pick of probably a dozen yeah. Disney movies oh, for free. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah um, they have like all the like the promo, <laughs> the the must do Disney, the DVC stuff, the Disney Springs. Right. All of those are on demand. There's an option you could see all your not all your photo passes, but you could look at your photo pass photos on the TV. The thing I liked was you could Chromecast something from your phone. So stream Netflix. For example, um, I could watch Phillies games on my phone and then I was able to Chromecast it onto the TV. So, so the TV has a Chromecast. Yeah. Like you you go to, you go to like, it tells you, it says connect my device. You could, you could scan a QR yeah. Code. Was it through Chromecast? I think so because it said it says Chromecast enabled app mm, or something. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so like it we we got back the Phillies were playing Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I want to like I'm not getting the Phillies down there on their cable station. Right. I was able to watch the Phillies on the TV as opposed to looking at my little iPhone. You know, and like the speed was good, like no buffering. Nothing. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, oh, that is sorry. good. That's a nice touch. What was the standard view? Do you recall? <laughs> it was fine. It looked directly out. So if you see the like, we were basically over the lobby. Mm-hmm. So we saw all of Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. You can see Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I mean, you saw from from uh, Tower of Terror all the way back to the two. Like we even, if you like, looked close enough, you could see Slinky Dog going up and. I, I don't think there's a bad view in that tower. I, I don't think mm-hmm. no matter what side you're on, you're not getting a crappy we, view. We were on the tenth floor, and I specifically asked for a higher floor, right. uh, just just for that reason. Um, so, like for that, booking a standard view, like it's fine. Like I, I mean, that would have been perfect for. I think the higher you are, the better. Yeah, I yeah, agree. That makes sense. So. Um, the other thing about the TV, we have a friend who's a cast member who was kind of telling us, so any of our listeners who have been on a Disney cruise, it's the same uh, TV as the Disney cruise where you have the on-demand thing. So that's kind of like the same uh, like the same program they put in there. And then also your photo pass photos scroll on, like if you have it on the one channel, it's just all the photo pass photos you've taken on your trip, which I think is really cool. Oh, it was there a channel? See, like, yeah, it was I... from that home screen I said where it said, like, welcome Wozniak family. Like, at the bottom, there's, like, five or six different things that you could click on. Huh. Um, but I didn't see that there was an actual channel. Oh, uh, you know what? You might be right. But regardless, it was it was still pretty neat. Um, and just a nice touch. Um, yeah, the bathroom's incredible. I'm trying to think if there's anything. It, it is a little weird not to have, like, a balcony. Yeah. Um, it's, but I completely understand why it's it's not there. Um, Safety? Yeah, there are five. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, do you want to talk, do you want to talk about the rest of the, like, bars and restaurants? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Let's, I mean, let's go all in on Coronado. Okay. So, um, in the... I want to say basement, but it's the first floor <laughs> right. of the new Just tower stay. is the Barcelona bar. Um, you're going to miss this if you don't know it's there because like, you walk in on technically the second floor where you would check in and whatnot. It's, so it's like underneath you from where you walk in. So you have to go down like steps or take the elevator and then it's like hmm. back underneath you. Um, a standard... Excuse me, a lobby standard bar. lobby bar. Yeah. So not worth going out of your way for, unless I don't think so. Unless if it was really crowded upstairs, I'm sure we'll talk about the Dahlia Lounge. But 
I could see that being really crowded and then you wanting to just be able to get a drink somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. That would be a, a better backup. Honestly, looking at the menu, nothing really... Nothing jumped out? Nothing jumped out for me. Yeah. Was it standard beer? What, I mean, what yeah, I mean, it? the beer choices were even... Like, I had a, a Spanish beer. Um, it was a lager. I just, just to try it. It was fine. Nothing to write home about. Is the Rick um, Slough still, still there? No, Rick's Lounge is still not there, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, um, there's Barcelona Lounge in the lobby. Upstairs is two totally new locations as well. So there's Dahlia Lounge, once you get off the elevator to your right, and there's Talejo. Oh my your, gosh, good job. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> to the I'm left. I'm so proud of you. Um, to the left, which is the full service restaurant. So, the lounge, um, very similar menu and drinks as uh, Barcelona it's cool you could go outside so you could the like whole front edge of it um, to your left you could go outside so that's the side facing like Animal Kingdom huh. and Hollywood Studios um, it's nice up there I mean it's just a cool place to to hang out get a drink um, the bar's huge and there's a lot of tables tables outside there is an outside um, balcony that you can go out, and the view is like incredible. Um, basically, it starts from I, like Hollywood Studios, and then you'll see Galaxy's Edge. Then you'll see one of the water parks, and then to your right, you'll see um, Everest, Mount Everest. Oh, oh I didn't even notice that. I only yeah. saw like yeah, you have to like look. Seat. You really have to okay crane yeah. your neck. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. It was also a really, really crappy night. The night we were there, mm. it was raining, that like you couldn't oh, really see anything. Bad. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we, uh, we, you guys do the Dahlia Lounge? Yes, we did that. Had a couple drinks there. It was good. I went up there while Holly was taking a nap and just sat at the bar and um, drank a couple beers the second couple, night. I have a couple of great drinks there, but I'll, I'll save them. Yeah, I had a really good drink as well. Um, but we didn't eat at Talejo, so, but you guys did. Yes, so. we, we did. did. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, I don't feel compelled to go back. I, I, I thought it was just okay. Um, I really like the appetizers a lot. Um, so we got, there's this thing called tomato bread, and it's kind of like they give you a little ramekin of, like, bruschetta. It's, like, garlic and tomato, and then this, like, amazing grilled bread. It's, yeah. The bread was great. I could have gone for like three more loaves of that. Um, But that was really, really, really good. In fact, I would have liked to just go and get that. And then we got a charcuterie, right? We We got like a a cheese-only platter, which was really good. It had some meats on it as well. Oh, I forgot. I was really, really drunk. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, and then uh, the the dinner that I got was a scallop uh, dish, and so did Matt. And then uh, our friend we were with did, like, a flank steak over arugula. And it was... I tried his, and I didn't... The steak, it was a little too fatty, but the scallops were really, really good. Oh. But you only got four. Oof. So it's like, oh, if, like, you think of food and wine, you could get, like, two. Yeah. If, like, even if you got four singles, it'd be, like, less expensive than it was. It was good. I really like the atmosphere. It's really pretty. It's almost like you're... It almost kind of reminds me of like a greenhouse. Yeah, they have and all trees. Cha- so what is yes. growing in there? And it's um, like they change the color, and at night, like it's like you'll like it'll be like really bright pink, and then they'll change the color to be like a blue. Like it's it's cool that like the atmosphere is really pretty. That's somewhere I'd like to have like an event. Like I'd like to go yeah. to like a rehearsal dinner there or something. It's it was a it was a nice space. Huh. I enjoyed it. Um, they have the movie Destino playing pretty much on every television in any public place in that tower. Um, it's the movie by Salvador Dali with short. It's a short yeah. animated film. It's like I want to say like 11 12 minutes long. Yeah. And that's kind of the and everybody all the the cast members are wearing costumes with like bells on them and that's like a Dali symbol, oh. the symbol of Dali and like if you look at like all the walls there's like little bells so you can see the there's they did a really good job of like weaving the dolly disney and then destino is the girl that makes sense because when you walk into the grand destino like on both sides left and right it's like a wall of ball like bells Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, like, oh. I, I don't know what the significance is, but that is like a dolly thing, I guess. But you raise a good point about... So if somebody kidnapped you and took you there without having any... Frame, you would not know you're at a Disney resort. Oh, really? Oh, it really seems like yeah. a Vegas, Vegas hotel. Vegas. Well, it's funny because the elevator... it, The elevators are touchscreen. Huh? Like, so you touch, like, the yeah. board on the that you want on, on the, the outside. outside. And then there are no the buttons on the inside. No, yeah, nothing on the inside. So it'll even tell you what elevator to go to. Yeah, it'll, like, it'll point, like, an arrow at, like, you say you're in an elevator bay of, like, six arrows. You pre-select your floor, and let's say they were on the 10th floor. You hit 10, and it'll be, like, it'll arrow, there'll be an arrow pointing, like, behind you to the right. So you turn around and look at that one, and that's going to go to the 10th floor and nowhere else, and there you can't go anywhere else. We had a person who was, like, in there when we were going to... Up to the top, up to uh, Dahlia. And some dude just, like, snuck in with us, and we were like, uh, do you know, like... Where are you going? Are you going to the top floor? And he was like... He just laughed. He was like, ha I don't know. Several people did that initially. Like, you just... You think you, it's you going change, up. yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing. Oh, I think you are going to add something. That seems like it's apt for problems. Yeah, but it's nice because it's really fast. I found, like, you didn't really wait long for an elevator. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, anything else about Coronado? Uh... No, so Scott asked about th- the... Th- the Rick's Lounge. Yeah, so, like, the... Inter- the, the you could walk from Grandestino all the way to Maya Grill indoors. So it connected the old lobby at uh-huh. the far end of it all the way through. That lobby is basically... It looks like a ghost, ghost town. Sad. It's, it's kind of eerie. It's weird. Yeah. Um, it's no longer the Pepper Market... I don't what. Yeah, what's it oh, called? I have a picture of it. It's it. the same thing. It's just a different name, right? Correct. Yes, Mercada something. L. Um, but yeah, Rick's Lounge is still there. Um, you go outside. That that bar out by the water is still there. I feel bad for those bartenders because it's just like they're gonna shut that down. They I, have I, to. I mean, it's just it's just it's not necessary. Um, it's called the El Mercado del Coronado, uh, which is the Coronado market. <laughs> but the the the, the bays are just still the same. Yeah, I, got yeah, a, yeah. I got a dessert there, um, and then you go outside and you have the three bridges, um, which is is pretty awesome. And the the thing I, was, I didn't realize is that you don't have to go outside to get to like the old lobby to Grand Estina. There's a little like catwalk. Oh. So, like, it is connected, and I don't think I knew that. Like, I kind of, the Destino kind of looks like it's by itself or the side, but uh, you can, you you could go from the Pepper Market, if you were staying in the Grand Destino, you could go without going outside. So you think they're going to get rid of that old lobby? They have to do something with it, because it's scary. It looks like The Shining. Like, all these bays, <laughs> no one's in there. It's just all the computers are still there. There's no TV, no little and, table for I mean, it's less than a month, you know, so they could yeah, do I'm something not, with that space, sense. I'm sure. Um, somebody said they might use it as, like, overflow if, like, they have conventions or something oh, for, yeah. like, check-in. Because the check-in area at... And most people do, like... I don't go to the front desk anymore unless, yeah. like, at Boardwalk, I, I was Had made problem, to go. Yeah. Um, but they said about conventions or something, use it for that. But they'll, they'll do something with it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Then you want to talk about, um, so this is the year of Catherine's redemption. That's, that's what this year is all about. Um, I redeemed another property uh, in Disney World. <laughs> Uh, the San Angel Inn. Oh. Um, so that's we, the one inside. That's the, the one inside the pyramid. Um, we just kind of there was like a reservation for like ten or eleven fifteen or something. We were like, let's just go there and just get appetizers because then we knew we were going to meet up with Robin Holly and kind of wanted to take them to Marrakesh. Um, and so we went to San Angel and got the queso with chorizo on top and it was so freaking good (laughs) and our waiter was amazing it was a really all in all a great time and you can get an avocado margarita there 
and tables works there. So it's a nice little deal compared to going to Cava. You can just get a quick reservation there. Highly recommend. They serve the queso with like flour tortillas. So you can make like little queso soft tacos. (laughs) So good. I could go for that right Uh, now. it's, It's great. And I hate sausage. It's actually my least favorite food. It was delicious. The chorizo wow. was amazing. So, and then we went to Restaurant Marrakesh. What did you guys think? I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was a nice little hidden gem. Yes. Yeah, having never gone, um, it was like dead in there, but um, it was very enjoyable. The service is great. Oh yeah, we oh, our great server was server. so good. The yeah. entertainment is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, that guy who plays the keyboard <laughs> rocks so hard, man. He is just killing it. Yeah. He knows it, too. Well, I like, looked over at one point, he was just, like, jamming out, and he gave me a look like, yeah, I know, I'm great. <laughs> um, yeah, the food's good, the drinks are good, yeah. Um, it, it's a good, like, relaxed spot if in World okay. Showcase. I feel like you can always get in, too. Like, yeah. You would never... They're excited, like, when somebody yeah. walks in. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You guys want to talk about the tours that you did? Yeah, so we... Wanted to do some new things. We were went down to celebrate our anniversary. So Friday morning, we did the... Caring for the Giants. Caring for Giants, the elephant tour. Oh, my God. I was like, the elephant in the room? Was that your key not working? I was desperately trying uh, to think of what... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would not remember. Yeah, that yeah, was, was ter- like, I terrible, don't get it. terrible. <laughs> um, so this, this tour is an hour long. Um, it goes off multiple, multiple times a day. Um... You check in. There's a little booth outside uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. If uh, you had done the the um, the bus, the inner the uh, the express bus service that they did a couple. Rafiki, of, is that? Couple, or, oh, oh, no, no, no. I know you're the express yeah. bus. Yes. You check in there. They walk you backstage. Uh, they put you on like a little shuttle bus, basically, and they take you on the back side of where the elephants are on the hmm. safari. So you're super close. Uh, you walk up like a big ramp, and you basically spend an hour like watching the elephants. Um, and then you have like two different. You have like an animal care specialist who talks to you for a little bit, and then there's a cultural. She was from Zambia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Zambia. Who talks just like how they live in Africa? Did you get to like how close you got to get to these? Um, Twenty feet. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah, you're not, like, touching them or feeding them or anything. Um, Yeah, I would want that. But, I mean, it's still really cool. I mean, to watch them, like, you know what I mean? You're not on the safari uh, car where it's just, like, you see them for 30 seconds. And, like, they're all related. So Mm -hmm. uh, there was two sisters. And, like, they typically don't hang out. But the one, it it was so cute, like... The one was just standing there, and the other one like went and just put her head on her back, Aww. <laughs> like her her yeah. snout and everything. Is yeah. that what it is? Snout, whatever. Trunk, trunk, trunk. Yeah, yeah. trunk. Snout. snout. <laughs> put her snout there. Oh, Rob boy. learned a lot about elephants that <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> and she just like rested it right on her butt. Aww. It just like stood there, like it was just like <laughs> totally cool. Um, you see them eating like there. There's like vegetation there on the edge and she just like pulls this giant string of like what looks like weeds puts it in her mouth and just like sucks all the leaves off oh, wow. <laughs> and just leaves the vine so that was that was really cool um you just you learn a lot about them and they eat like what 200 pounds of food a day oh my gosh Same. which is and, it, <laughs> and it's but all it's the, keto friendly yeah well they're vegetarians yeah so it's like all hay and stuff it's like oh my gosh and we saw like little prince fielders. Yeah, we we saw one taking a, a big poop. Oh, nice. Yeah, just yeah. lucky you. Yeah, worth the price of admission. Yeah. You know? So um, pay extra just, for that. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I I wouldn't if you, if you like the elephants and want to learn about them, um, it's a good opportunity or a good tour. Um, Rob was disappointed because he thought it was walking with the New York Giants and uh, just no Saquon Barkley. Although his thighs may be. uh, (laughs) Never mind. It's a terrible joke. (laughs) He's full of them. (laughs) Uh, And then we did, which this was incredible, we did the Keys to the Kingdom tour at 
Magic Kingdom. So we did this on Sunday. Um, Our tour guide was Emily, and she was absolutely amazing. Yes. How big was your uh, How big was your group? We were small. There. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't know if you knew the number, but but go ahead. Wasn't there like two, four, six of us? Yes, six total of us. Four, uh, three different couples. Um, it was a mother and daughter, Holly and I, and then another, I, 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 they appear to be married, um, couple. Well, what were they? <laughs> but we got, we definitely got lucky because we would like, you would pass like other tours and they're like rolling like 20, a dozen yeah. deep, yeah. you know, 15 no, deep. Nice. So it was very intimate. Like, and in it, those cases, sometimes they, they do multiple, uh, tour guides. So it's nice. You got one, yeah. one person for six people. And I think that's a good ratio. I think we just got lucky with the time I picked eight thirty uh, that it started. So I don't want to tell like too much of, because I think I intentionally like avoided looking at to what you did. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to ruin too much. I mean, most people know you, you see the utilidors, mm-hmm. Do you want to, like... Well, there was one, I don't want to give too much away, but, like, you do get to go backstage, and we got to watch a practice yeah, of the Booty that. You Parade. Oh, that's cool. They were yeah. practicing it. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So the part that we saw was, um, you know, the float with, was it Clarabelle? Maribel? Clarabelle. Clarabelle, I got it right. <laughs> Watching it, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, this guy was, like, literally like drenched it is actually so, a guy in the yeah it's, 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 oh, and, outfit and, that's all right and what he that. so they're rehearsing so like there's like chip and dale and they're rehearsing and they're all in just t-shirts and shorts but then they have their their heads, <laughs> their heads on. On. <laughs> that's so and, wow, like, that's disconcerting and they're blasting the music like it's full on like yeah. it's surprising it's just it? short of a dress rehearsal Isn't that's that hilarious slash right yeah, and what's really weird because as as we were like going backstage, you don't hear the music. I was gonna say, so I did not hear, hear anything. Oh. But then, like the closer and closer you got onto like the production air like area, it's like, wait, I hear the booty you music. Oh my god, tell me you saw the uh, grave diggers with mm-hmm. the uh, shovels? No, they were only no. doing that section of the parade. Uh, yeah, but I did see the float in the yeah. okay in the <laughs> it's good to be back. warehouse. It's good to be back. Yeah, you find out different. Like, all of those are driven. Like, you just can't see. Like, yeah. now that like right. we kind of saw them up there's close, like little, they're scrim. Yeah. Like, you well, I mean, you can see levels. the one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, based on, like, the easiest to, to drive to the hardest. Oh, that's okay. Very interesting. They, like, level them, like, one, two, and three. Oh, that's really cool. Huh. Man, that's awesome. That's neat. Um, that is really cool. There's a lot go- to going into those parades. Like, just oh, watching sure. it, I was like... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the other cool, like, then we had lunch uh, at Pecos Bill. Tall Tale Inn. Is that what yes, like she kept, she kept referring to it as the full name, the oh, Emily, man. the tour guide, and I'm like, you don't have to say the thing. But I think like that's just probably probably yeah. after the so, first after the right. first time you can cut the subtitle. <laughs> just call Pecos Bill. Yeah. So um, just Mister. And we Mr. got to Mr. sit with her during lunch, which was cool. We got Ooh. to talk to her and whatnot. Um, and then they show you, you do some more stuff, you go on a couple of attractions, but the Utilidors was just like, it's just, that's worth the price of admission. Like, I thought they were just walkways, just like, oh, no, it's kind of like a, like a college cave. campus. It oh, is yeah, like a fully functioning town down yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, it's humongous. It's, it's insane. Did you go like, down by Hall of Presidents? Is that where you... So we went in... Fantasyland, the, the gift shop. The store to, for... Magic. Huh? Mm-hmm. The the oh yeah the the store next to Phil Her Magic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where we went down. That's where we started. I don't remember where we did, but okay. I don't remember where we entered or exited, but nice. yeah. And then we came back out. We came out on by the plaza. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You know, or the like back side of the plaza. Yeah. Yeah. When they had like the Halloween party, they open up that section. Oh yeah, that's where the walkway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's just it's nice. I would like I would recommend it to where, you to do like where do you put that on with uh, like from uh, Magic Marceline to Magic Kingdom? This one's um, it's longer and you just you I mean that one's really cool too because of mm-hmm. like some like yeah. some of the attraction stuff you see. Um, but this is this was, it was just awesome. I like I really 
enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. learning a lot of the history of the Magic Kingdom, like especially on Main Street USA, like things that are on the window. Oh, like yeah, that's fun. Names and stuff. And, like, how, and why they're on that why window. They're, yeah, yeah. And how it's basically a... You're, movie it's a movie that you're going to see it's the opening credits yeah Yeah. which was like they walk you through that whole thing so it's you have to be a disney nerd to appreciate Mm it but good thing we are yeah (laughs) highly highly recommend it yeah great and emily was really cool she was i mean she reminded me of mary poppins no wow for some reason high praise that is high praise like she was she was so sweet so knowledgeable like just she was just amazing Hmm. overall so so ask for Emily if you can. Yeah. Awesome. Do we have anything else you want to cover? I don't think so. No, I'm good. That was the new stuff we did. All right. It's awesome. Okay. Does anybody have any topping it offs? What? You mean last calls? Last calls. <laughs> does anyone have any topping it offs? <laughs> I mean, I'm saving mine for when I actually I, have to oh, do it. Okay, I have many. Okay. 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 That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. All right, so I guess that leads us to our. No one has any last call items. <laughs> no, no one has any last calls. Oh, and no okay. Topping it off. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.